Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. It's mentally yours from Ellen and Yvette. A focus on your mental health, you surely won't regret. It's mentally, 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 mentally. Mentally yours, mentally yours, mentally yours. Welcome to Mentally Yours, Metro.co.uk's weekly podcast about all things mental health. I'm Ellen. And I'm Yvette. And this time we're chatting to Agnes Makatuma of Black Minds Matter UK. We're going to be finding out about the group's mission to help black people find black therapists and also to receive free therapy. Um, So Black Minds Matter is an organisation that connects black people in the UK with certified black therapists for free 12-week sessions of therapy. How long have you been running now? Less than six months. Oh, wow. Every time I say that, people are like, what? Yeah, it feels (laughs) like, I feel like I've heard Black Minds Matter so much. It feels really established. Yeah, I'm kind of scared that we've been in people's faces too much and they're going to no, be <laughs> Not at all. Don't worry no. about that. As someone who's regularly in people's faces, it's fine. <laughs> I do not worry. <laughs> Can you tell us a bit about why it's so important for Black people to have Black therapists? Because I think that's something that people don't really realise the impact of. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think the reason why we kind of, we, we founded Black Minds Matter was during the height of the Black Lives Matter movement. So a lot of people were kind of experiencing racial trauma. Um, and it just made more sense to have somebody who has actually experienced that as well. Somebody who actually totally understands what it feels like to be discriminated against, whether that's outright racism or just microaggressions. Um, and when we did a lot of research that we did, a lot of the reasons why treatments weren't very successful was, were because of the different cultural um, barriers and the different traditional and religious barriers that existed during treatments. So we just thought it would be a great idea if we could break as many of those barriers as possible and connect black people with people that totally 
understand their experience and their lived experience as a black person in the Western world, for example. Are you right to sort of tell us maybe a couple of those um, cultural differences that people might not necessarily know about? Like, do you have sort of examples that that members or people have sort of shared with you? Yeah, definitely. Um, One of the examples that kind of comes up a lot is amongst people who are part of the LGBTQ community. A lot of people have said when they've spoken to their therapist who may have not been black about coming out, the therapist just kind of just didn't understand how difficult it is to, for example, just go home and say, mum, I'm a lesbian. They just wouldn't get it. Like they, your mum would have to it would just take such a long time to be able to explain something like that because of the of homophobia and stuff that exists within the community. So that's definitely one of them. And I think um, a black therapist will kind of talk you through the safest way possible to come out to, say, African parents, for example. I think you hit on something really interesting there about having to explain things to your own therapist. I imagine that must be just really draining and an added level of like mental distress to always be explaining and like proving yourself. For sure. Like I, when I first had my my first therapist, didn't even know where Tanzania was. So having to explain that was just already kind of annoying, especially when you're quite emotional and you're about to cry. And then someone's like, wait, just give me a second. Like, so where is Tanzania? Oh God. And you're like, oh, you just ruined it. Just have a globe. It's fine. Look at that. <laughs> but yeah, so it's kind of, it's really difficult, especially as, as black people, we, we are constantly having to not explain ourselves, but kind of justify a lot of our existence. Mm. So going into therapy, which is supposed to be that safe space for you to heal. And then having to do that again can be quite tasking and kind of put you off the whole process of therapy altogether. You touched on one example there, um, but I wanted to ask you kind of in general, what have your experiences with therapists um, been like with um, white and black therapists? It's kind of, it's very difficult to explain it. I think one of the main things for me was just feeling seen and valued, just somebody having somebody there to kind of validate my experiences as a black person in a predominantly white area I grew up in Torquay in Devon um so just having a white therapist to start was quite difficult because it was it was quite difficult as was to kind of just explain what I was going through in school to that person because they didn't get it and it almost felt like I was being made to feel like I was exaggerating a lot um and then having a black therapist just kind of changed my life personally because everything I felt was made up in my head was instantly validated and you know just instant I instantly felt valued seen and kind of respected so yeah that's kind of just my experience are you comfortable telling us a bit more about um what you were going to a therapist for um just because generally in the podcast people might sort of be talking about sort of their depression or for me sort of bipolar disorder Um, but just you know whatever level of detail you're, you're comfortable with um, yes, a lot of issues. <laughs> no, but um, I had grief. I lost my brother a few years ago and I just struggled to really deal with that, especially because a lot of my family was kind of grieving together in Africa and I was in Devon, in Torquay with just my mum and my brother. So not having that extra support 
um, was quite difficult. And then just the various racial trauma that I experienced when I first moved to Torquay 12 or nearly 13 years ago now, um, and just how difficult it was to blend in in school and how difficult it was to make friends, how difficult it was to kind of learn in peace. Um, and just the various things I went through in school were quite traumatic. So those are kind of the reasons why I went. It's mainly grief and racial trauma at a young age. I know you said that kind of the first therapist that you went to, a white therapist, maybe wasn't so helpful, wasn't so great. What was it like to then go to a black therapist? Was that really affirming? Did you find that helpful in the end? Like, how can you, I think one thing that you said was that people might be put off. Um, So it'd be great to like, no, yeah, therapy actually can be good if you just have the right therapist. How is it helpful? Yeah. For I think it's so important, especially in therapy, like you said, to have the right therapist. For me, I wouldn't have found the healing that I have discovered. I wouldn't have had, you know, the coping mechanisms that are, were tailored to me as a person and what are my experiences if it wasn't for my black therapist. She taught me so much and it was also tailored to the way I'd been brought up, for example, um, like I don't meditate I pray I'm not religious but when things do get tough I find solace in prayer <laughs> so she was able to sort of teach me how to do that and create better coping mechanisms and I think she wouldn't if I had another therapist they wouldn't have understood the importance of that being part of my treatment for example so I think yeah that's probably it what kind of response have you had um, to Black Minds Matter in general? But also I'm kind of wondering in terms of um, like ther- from therapists themselves. I mean, the, the response has been incredible. I personally never would have understood how much of a problem it was. I mean, within 24 hours, we'd reached our original target, which was 50 grand because me and the founder, Annie, were just quite excited to raise 50 grand for people to go to therapy and then just quickly realize that this is this is a service that is needed the therapist felt seen and a lot of the therapists that we have on our rota were have brought up the other the fact that they didn't feel comfortable for example having their pictures on therapist directories because they felt like their pictures um, having like their pictures on there meant that they weren't getting as many bookings as as they would and one therapist that we have on board even mentioned that as soon as you know once she found the confidence to actually put a picture up she got less calls and then it was just like she did this really quick experiment of having a picture on certain directories and not having a pictures on certain directories so they are just super excited that for once they can be on a platform and work with an organization that bring clients to them who, to- who totally understand them as well and mm. also just feeling like they don't have to then fight for their existence within certain spaces. And to have their race not be a kind of negative or to their detriment, yeah. that's really definitely. powerful, I think. Yeah, definitely. I think the biggest response and the most heartfelt response we've received is from the therapists, for sure. Like I never thought they would be that excited to be honest Mm. I just thought a lot of them would be like oh like they're already busy or you know they just have other things on their plate but they have been the most grateful for this service um which is amazing 
I know you said you kind of launched it just when the kind of Black Lives Matter movement was really taking off. What, how did that work? Why did the Black Lives Matter movement make you think, okay, therapy is what I want to focus on? Um, Just noticing that a lot of people were going through a lot Mm -hmm. emotionally. Um, You just had to go online to be able to see how much we were almost venting we were also angry unless by we I mean like the black community Mm. in the UK we were also angry and we were also hurt and just fed up and it was very clear that a lot of people just needed healing a lot of people needed the the right spaces to be able to talk to someone in a safe space because I was noticing a lot of people were having arguments with very far-right individuals or putting themselves in very vulnerable spaces mm. where they were getting abused or just racially like yeah racially abused and just called all kinds of names under the sun and it was like you know if people could just speak to a therapist about how they're feeling it might lessen their their need to go online and maybe vent or it might just allow them to go online and vent in a very healthy way that allows them to both protect themselves and their space and their energy. Do you think there's been any kind of impact of lockdown and the impact coronavirus has had on ethnic minorities? Do you think that's had any kind of impact on the overall mental health of the BAME community? Certainly. I think a lot of people from the BAME community can agree, like we're very social people. So Mm -hmm. Being, not being able to um, communicate and spend time with people that look like us can be quite difficult, especially when you live in a predominantly white country. Um, not being able to attend functions, go to church or go to school or like just social gatherings has been quite difficult. And also just, also I think even finding out the statistic about the fact yeah. that you know, black people were four times more likely to catch COVID. That's scary as it is. You don't want to be told when, you know, you know, you don't want to be told that you are four times more likely to die from a certain virus when mm. you're already kind of worried that the virus exists in the first place. No, it's scary. I think it's, it is, to put it lightly, it's a very strange and difficult time. So I think yeah. kind of Black Minds Matter has launched a, the right time that it's needed basically yeah yeah definitely I think I'm so glad that we decided to do something so quickly and didn't kind of think about it because I'm sure like if we thought about it we're human we would have probably (laughs) decided not to go ahead with it but it was very impulsive but very useful and I'm so glad we took that chance Mm. do you have any thoughts in general about how the NHS can better serve black people Certainly, I think more representation within the NHS is needed. We need more black therapists working for the NHS. It's funny enough, we actually had someone from the NHS get in contact with us from a certain town in England. I'm not going to mention it because I don't want to get into trouble. (laughs) (laughs) But they were like, oh, we don't have, oh, we've been trying to find black therapists for a really long time and we don't have any and it's really shocking that we don't have any black therapists that work for the NHS in this area and it was really interesting because we've got like seven therapists from that area and it's not like we had to go swimming or traveling under like the seven seas to find these therapists it wasn't that difficult so just more representation um, more willingness to change the way treatments 
are administered to black people. Um, when you look at detention rates, that's pretty scary, especially for black people, just changing how black people are treated um, and just making more therapy available for black people by black therapists through the NHS would be great. Yeah. I think one thing, having spoken to some people that are just starting out with therapy, they yeah. feel like they're not allowed to ask for a certain type of therapist or to, you know, say to someone, this therapist isn't right for me. Do you have any advice to kind of empower people that you can ask for a black therapist, you can say that this is the kind of therapist that I want and this is a therapy that will be helpful for me? Yeah, I think the most important thing to know is therapy is a very long process. It's a sacrifice that you are going to have to make. And if you are going to commit to something so intense, but so like useful, you have the right to be able to choose what kind of treatment you want. This is not like going into the doctors and picking what coffee or tea you're going to have. This is something This is something that's going to impact your life for a very long time. So be firm in how you ask for what you want. And especially black people, we already have the issue of um, the over-ministering of medication or like having our symptoms not taken seriously. So you do have to be firm when you do go in and just be specific about what you want because this is going to be a journey for you and if you're going to do one thing for yourself is to ensure that you are in the right place when having therapy and having treatment you have that right and you owe it to yourself to just find the right therapist for you yeah absolutely the right therapist can make such a difference I mean I've definitely such a huge difference Mm -hmm. definitely it's just really important to find someone that really suits you and even if and I also don't want it to be like a pressure for black people to find black therapists there's a lot of black people going through therapy with white therapists and finding it really useful but I just want there to be the option for somebody yeah it's um, just about being affirmed and listened to and understood yeah for sure just finding the right person for you can make such a huge difference. Like if I had given up on trying to find a black therapist and decided, do you know what? I give up on therapy. Like I'm not going to bother. I just, I don't think I'd be here to even tell that story today. So that completely changed my life. Mm. Um, so how can people access um, Black Minds Matter courses of therapy? So currently, and it makes me so sad to say this, but the wait list is closed until June next year. But, um, we're getting more therapists on board, which is super exciting. Um, but usually you just go on the website, fill out the form for therapy and you'll be added to the wait list. But we're hoping by next year when we do our relaunch, we won't have wait lists, which is even more exciting. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the quickest way to do it. Just go on our website, which is www.blackmindsmatteruk.com. I nearly forgot that. <laughs> and final question is um are you fundraising or is there anything that people can do if they want to help the cause yes we are fundraising we have managed to sort of fundraise nearly a million pounds which is amazing i know which is Mm. incredible i'd say it so casually like it's in my bank account all the time um no so we've basically managed to raise enough for half the people on our wait list and we're hoping to continue to raise for the other half and be able to raise another million for 2000 in total and just continue to exist for as long as a service like this is needed. So we're really hoping that we can get as much support as possible out there and 
yes every, everybody's support would be would be amazing we've got like a permanent fundraising platform so yeah just check that out I think we've got a donate button on the website as well perfect we can link to that in all our yes. descriptions and whatnot <laughs> that should be great I think Thank that is so much. perfect yeah yeah that's brilliant and it's brilliant that I know it's um you know you sort of said it's, it's a shame it's sort of subscribed for now but it's brilliant that you're helping so many people Mm. Um, yeah and I think it's also, really it's, also imp- it's also amazing to know that a lot of activists out there who are trying their best to help other people should also help themselves in the process mm. I've also gone back into therapy just to kind of manage the stress of work and also being part of the Zinc Academy has really really helped me um, be able to not only continue to learn more about what about mental health in general but also network with people who are like-minded and that continuously motivate me to continue to grow black minds matter and scale it into something incredible so yeah make sure you look after yourself there are incredible programs out there zinc the zinc academy is one of them just find the right place for you whether that's virtually or physically for you to grow and for you to heal in the best way possible Brilliant. Thank you so much, Agnes. Really appreciate you taking the time to come on. um, Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) So this is goodbye from Mentally Yours. So go away, enjoy your day, get on with all your chores from Mentally, 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 Mentally Yours. Mentally Yours. Mentally Yours. If you've been affected by any of the issues we've been chatting about today, please give the Samaritans a ring on 116123 or you can email them at joe@samaritans.org. You can also go to their website, which is samaritans.org. If you've liked this, please give us a rate and review. We're also on social media on Twitter at MentallyYRS and we're also on Facebook. The group is private, but it's just called Mentally Yours. See you next time. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY exclusions apply see site for details hey it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to Quince I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters sleek leather jackets fine jewelry and so much more with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands and they partner with factories that prioritize safe ethical and responsible manufacturing I love that Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 